Hey everyone, welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Tony, and tonight I'm joined by Liza and my wonderful wife, Adam. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Great. Tony, you forgot to turn off the stove last night, Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to kill the entire household. Oh my gosh, I'm with an old married couple. <laughs> no, no, just uh, just kidding, everyone. Adam and I are not married yet. Uh, <laughs> maybe someday. But uh, since Mark's not here to introduce the show, Mark and Bridget, and uh, Mark usually refers to Bridget as his lovely wife, I figured we needed to keep some consistency. Um, but uh, it's a small crew tonight because somebody's in France, somebody's at a carnival, somebody's uh, watching Albert Poolhouse back in Sandy, uh, not St. Louis. Uh, so it's just Adam, Liza, and myself. And as most of you are aware, because you're Disney fans, and if you're not here... Uh, and you're not a Disney fan, I, I don't know why you'd be here, but uh, Toy Story 4 was recent, recently released, and the three of us have seen it, so we thought we'd talk about the movie. So, spoiler alert, we will be talking about the plot. If you haven't seen the movie yet, you might want to pause the, the podcast, come back to it at a later time. If you have no intention of seeing the movie, or have seen it already, by all means, stay on and listen. Uh, so, what did you guys think of the movie? I really liked it. I liked it a lot better than 3, Toy Story 3. What do you think, Adam? I liked the movie until the very end, and then I didn't like it. I had some interesting thoughts about it, too. Well, there was just some things about it that really freaked me out, freaked my kids out, that they ended up sleeping in the bed with me the night after we saw it. Was it Forky? No. It was those freaky dolls you know the kind that they got a little one when you exit tower of terror they've got that doll up there always take a picture of it because it creeps me out so bad i'm always like oh my gosh but then i'll send it to all my friends that are terrified of dolls because i have like three friends that are terrified of dolls apparently my kids are scared of those too and they look like howdy doody and they've got the mouth so that was vincent right that was Vincent. Benson. Benson, like Benson and Hedges. Okay, if you're if you're a smoker, yes. If you're a big fan of television, then it's Benson, <laughs> the governor's assistant. <laughs> All I think of is Benson and Hedges, <laughs> like an old smoker working in an antique shop. Liza started smoking at age eleven. <laughs> I couldn't quit. I'm sorry. I tried. No, seriously though, those dolls were freaky. What'd you think, Tony? You know, I enjoyed it. Most most times, uh, the Toy Story movies tug at my heartstrings. We've already talked about the fact that, you know, I cry at everything. People told me to prepare myself, bring some tissues. Hmm. I, I had a pocket full of napkins from Chick-fil-A because we went to Chick-fil-A beforehand. Of course. And, uh, you know, I, I have to admit that um, my allergies acted up a little bit towards the end of the movie. <laughs> um, but uh, I did not have the waterworks that I expected. Toy Story 3, at the very end, when Andy gives the toys to Bonnie, it, it just tore me apart. You know, I was, as a, as a little kid, I was, uh, I, I had an investment with my toys. You know, I, I was a military brat. I moved around a lot. So, I had certain and toys that I grew up with the whole time. And you're an only child, too, right, Tony? And Exactly. I'm yeah. an only child. And, you know, I still have some of those toys in my basement that I just can't let go of. You and shouldn't. When, Right. And when, when Andy gave them away a to Bonnie, it just it ripped me apart. And, you know, I don't know if I don't have a connection yet with with Bonnie, uh, the same connection that I had with uh, Andy and his crew over three movies. Um, but I wasn't as as broken up as I thought I would be. You know, it, it was sad 
Um, you know, we we did say spoiler alert, so so the ending the ending did hurt a little bit. You know, to see everyone kind of go, you know, in in two different directions. Yeah, it you know it was good. Pixar Pixar generally doesn't fail. That being said, we did see a trailer for the next Pixar movie. Um, Onward. Oh, which, yeah, that looks cool. Which is some kind of mystical, mythical gnomes and trolls and unicorns and mermaids in the present day kind of movie, which, you know, every now and then I see a trailer for a Pixar film and I'm like, I just don't know if that's really going to catch on. Uh, so I, I really don't know where that, that film's going to go. You know, Toy Story. The, the voice acting great you know i don't think you get better than than tom hanks and uh tim allen um mm. and i loved i love duke kaboom uh keanu reeves as canada's greatest stuntman that's you know, who keanu was see i yes. didn't know that where his voice was but he did a great job i liked that one too i liked that character i thought it was really funny he was, he was, and and you know when I was growing up, Adam's going to have no idea who this was, uh, but when I was growing up, you know everybody had an evil Knievel, yeah, uh, the the stunt motorcycle, and uh, Adam, I'll send you a, a YouTube video that shows you what it was. Good, uh, but uh, you know all the guys in my neighborhood, we all had our evil Knievels, whether it was the motorcycle, the stunt chopper, the Snake River Canyon set, it, you know it, it, that that I, I really found that funny, and to make him Canada's greatest stunt man. It, it, it was a good little a good little spin on that. Yeah, there was some serious parts that made me laugh a lot, like the dad in the van and the, at the end when he got pulled over, and the unicorn that kept wanting to put the dad in jail. Buttercup. That was one of my favorite parts. Buttercup, which of course is played by Jeff Garland from Curb and. Was Ro- it? Yeah, that's Larry David's agent. Mm-hmm. Curb, yeah, I know right? who he is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's real. He does a good because it's he's like a big, you know, you know, burly kind of guy, and he plays a child's unicorn. It's really funny. Forky Tony Hale. If you're not familiar with the the actor that played the voice of Forky, he plays a really funny character on the HBO show Veep. If you haven't mm. watched it, you should see it. It's hilarious and, that show. And let it, let us not forget that he was also Buster Bluth on yeah. uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, and he still is because they're putting out new new uh, episodes of that. By the way, Arrested Development. But his character was like spot on. Like that's how he acts in Arrested Development and Veep. The same type of like sort of surprise type figure. Mm-hmm. He, his addition was great. I kind of didn't like how he kept like referring himself to trash. It was almost like a little degrading, self degrading in a way. Oh, he was trash. But I then he he explained fair. it. He explained why he was trash and what trash was. Yeah. To him, you know, trash was not bad. Trash was life. Trash was warmth. I guess. I looked at this movie. If there was no Toy Story 1, 2, and 3, if this was its own movie and the ending is the ending, I think it's actually really good. But when you've had three other movies where all these main characters have been together all these years, and then you take away the, the leader of the band, so to speak, that's what got me upset. Like That's, that's kind of why I don't like the ending. And that's what made me cry, you know a lot <laughs> at what? the end yeah because i was like like woody's like the leader he's like the main toy and he was hesitant getting buzz in the in the andy's room at first and then they you know all became friendly and then they all sort of you know i know they're toys but you know got grew up together and they moved around and went to the daycare and then bonnie's house and and all of a sudden it's like then he just goes he, away he gets like, bo peep I know. I wish Bo Peep went to Bonnie's house. I wish it was like reverse, like everybody joined together and Bonnie gets new toys type thing. That's what I was you know, looking it, for. It, it's funny because I just realized, Adam, that uh, how old are you now? I'll be 29 in August. 
And the Toy Story franchise, the first Toy Story movie was in 1995. So we're yeah. coming up on, uh, on you know, it's been 24 years wow. since the first film. So Adam, Adam was six when Toy Story was released. So he was the first, you know, he was a kid. I'm sure his parents took him to the first Toy Story. So Adam has really grown up with these characters. Wow. Yeah, and when Andy went to college, that's when I went to college, the same year, basically. You know, so for me, 19, I 1995, I was, I was like 40. Yeah. Uh, really? You know, no, you were not. No, I, I was not. I was not, but I felt like I was 40. Um, you know, I was, I was almost 30 uh, when that came out. So, uh, you know, I don't it, – it's a different attachment, uh, you know, but I, I think it's really mm-hmm. – it's really cool to get Adam's perspective as someone who was a child and, you know, was probably around the same age. Like Adam said, when Andy went to college, he went to college. So, you know, Adam is our Andy. That's right. He oh. is our Andy. Yeah. And my brother's name is Andrew, and I've been called Andrew my whole life because my parents always switched our names. So. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. It's hard. Yeah. At first, they didn't like Gabby Gabby, who, you, you know, was the villain, quote unquote, at the beginning. But. The, the flip that she does at the end where all she just really wanted was a chance to have a child and Woody realizes it and is like, I'll give you my voice box and she gets a chance. And, and the first chance didn't happen with the girl that was the antique store's granddaughter. Harmony, her name was. She tried to, you know, be with her, but the girl didn't want her. But then she meets the, the crying lost girl at the carnival and then she finally gets her kid, which is everything that, you know, that all the toys want. In the end, they all wanted to, you know, have their own kid. So it was glad to see that the villain sort of flipped and turned into, you know, a real, like, endearing character for you to cheer for at the end. But you know what? And, and this is something I mentioned to Cheryl on the ride home is I'm really getting tired of that of that as a plot point because oh gosh. every well, every villain now, they're not bad, they're just misunderstood. You know, and that's and that's the the whole way it was with uh, with Gabby Gabby is she's evil, she's evil, she's evil. Well, she's evil, but she just wants to be loved. And I get that, but you know, it's the same way as Maleficent. She's evil, evil, evil. Oh, she's really just misunderstood. Well, you know. But isn't that what Dr. Phil tells us all? <laughs> That were misunderstood? Yeah, well, you know, anger is just another way to express pain. Is that how he says it? Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it, Dr. Phil. No, I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, the Maleficent movie with Angelina, and I love Angelina Jolie. Don't get me wrong. That whole thing with her not being bad, really, I didn't like it. I want her to be evil at the core. And you know what? Thanos isn't bad. He just wants to bring order to the universe. Well, I don't know who that is. That's from the uh, Marvel movies. That's Marvel. I don't know if you're aware of the Marvel movies. No, I'm not. I've never seen any of them. But All right. uh, hey, let's stay on topic. So, and of course, what made her more villain was the the Mary. They're not marionettes. What are those? The um, ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummies. Scary you, nightmare yeah. situation. And and that was the that could definitely scare the children for sure. And it was an interesting choice for them to stick with those. But it added to her villainous. But she wasn't really personality. Wasn't evil because she was a kid's doll. So it's. You know, you, but these they've toys... got whole horror movies around kids' dolls. Yeah, well, be, being super evil. Yeah, but it's but she doesn't show evilness. She's just talking and she's trying to get what she wants. But she uses the the ventriloquist dummies to get what she wants. But getting back to the the ending here is, I didn't want Woody to 
go away because I kind of wanted everybody to stay together. And my other problem with the movie, I don't know how you guys felt, was the the original characters didn't have much to do in this movie. I mean, they had barely had any lines. Mr. Potato Head, rest in peace, Don Rickles, had one line. Now, I understand the man unfortunately passed away, but I had read that they were pulling old footage and they were going to use it, and they just took one line, and then that was it. And, uh, Mr. Potato Head didn't have much other than the, the ear thing when they're doing the uh, walkie-talkie with the ear. That was really funny with... Well, well, you know, going back to the Marvel movies, you know, the Toy Story films have become a large ensemble cast, and each movie you're introducing, uh, you know, new characters. You know, we got what? We got the Bensons, we got Gabby Gabby, we got Duke Kaboom. Ducky and and Bunny, right? Ducky and Bunny, so, you know, that's... Voiced by Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele, who are very funny, very funny duo, and they were hilarious as yeah, they're really funny stuffed animals. I didn't that was funny, <laughs> and I didn't realize that they were stuck together until like what until like it had been a while, and then I'm like, why are they always like walking next to each other? And then I realized they're stuck together. <laughs> they're like sewn together. <laughs> Oh, Adam. That was funny. That was I good. was really, that did bother me, though. I was thinking, why can't somebody take them apart so yeah. they can be their own person? I don't like this. <laughs> and it's obvious that Bo Peep is a very hands-on sort of mechanical person. I mean, she's been able to survive as a porcelain doll all these years. I figured she had some kind of knife or scissor apparatus in her skunk mobile that she had. Well, she had safety scissors. Yes. Yeah, so I wonder why they didn't separate them, but maybe they you know, didn't want to be separated. It's funny because it's 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 like Bo Peep uh, and her crew were kind of like the Walking Dead version, you know, like the the apocalyptic version of these toys, where they were doing what they needed to do to survive. Yes, you're right. That's a good point there. Um, but you know, j- to go back to to Adam's point before we kind of went on this little tangent, um, you know, s- people not being able, you know, uh, characters not having visibility in the movie, um, you know, I think ultimately the movie is really about the relationship between Woody and Buzz, and it, it's it's, you know, the the child, the owner, uh, the kid is just peripheral to the story, and, and I think it's really you know, how their relationship has grown. And the first movie put them together, and I don't think there's going to be able to be a Toy Story 5 unless through some incredulous event, uh, you know, Woody finds his way back to Buzz and Bonnie's house. Um, But I I think it's been a a story of the relationship between the two of them. And, you know, friendships end. Friendships change over time. And as much as this was about the toys, it's about a friendship. That's true. I, and I don't, it's did I just sad, get deep? though. You did get deep, and it was sad. And I didn't like Buzz not being around as much. It was sad. But see, you know, Woody was left in the closet. Anytime that Bonnie wanted to play with any of the toys, she never wanted to play with Woody. So I really feel in the end, ultimately, he was like, this kid really doesn't want to play with me. And I've got Bo Peep right here. So, you know. I'm going to just go hang out with her. But I felt bad that Buzz and everybody else left. But it didn't make me cry or tear up at all. Like the whole movie. I was like Christina Wood. You know, just really not feeling any emotions whatsoever in this movie. Like none. Not even a little bit. It wasn't Coco. It wasn't Up. There, that, Maybe that has to do with there's no old people. Because old people in movies, I guess that's what does it for me. Because I'll just lose it. I'll cry a lot. <laughs> but what if they're old toys? Because, like, Woody is an old toy. No. Gotta Gabby, be an Gabby old was person. an old toy. No, it's got to be an old person, apparently. All right. 
Uh, well, you know, I, I look at my last statement, and then I'm doing some some research here as as we're talking. You know, Pixar hasn't ruled out the possibility of a fifth film. Uh, Mark Nielsen, who I believe is the director, uh, stated that every time every film we make, we treat it like it's the first and last film we're ever going to make. So you force yourself to make it hold up. You don't get in over your skis. Whether there's another one, I don't know. If there is, it's tomorrow's problem. So I guess never say never. Yeah, well, when the movie makes a billion dollars, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mark Nelson is producer, directed by Josh Cooley. They had a bunch of people that actually wrote the story because this, I believe, the story was written, and then they didn't like it, and then they changed it, and then the John Lasseter thing happened, and then people uh-huh. left. Uh, Rashida Jones was writing it, who's uh, made famous from The Office and Parks and Rec, and then she left because of you know creative differences or whatever. I'm reading Wikipedia page, and apparently Mel Brooks, Carol Burnett, Betty White, Carl Reiner all have voice roles in this, which... Which is which is funny, because I saw that, too, and I'm like, Melephant Brooks? I'm like, what a great name. Cheryl Burnett? You know what they were? They were the discarded toys in the closet. Oh, really? Oh, oh. See, they just... get more roles. Bitey, what, what... Bitey White, there was a teething ring in there, right? Ah. That's what that was. Now that I... And then the I didn't chair realize was... it until I just saw Cheryl Burnett. That yes. was... Dude, she was the wow. chair. The kid's chair. Now Not I, enough need to see that... I need to go see that scene again. Oh, gosh. There I wasn't enough that. of those people. Seriously, I needed more of that. The humor part. I love humor in movies, television. And the humor of the Toy Story, that's why, like, the Don Rickles character, the John Ratzenberg character, all those, like, peripheral characters that are more comedians than anything else, they just keep the story going because they're just so funny. Right. You know, you know what we need? We need Ratzenberger's perspective tony we could work on that <laughs> so yeah, could the, you work the, on that the, tony the good news is as you know we're not sure what the status of the next toy story is but we will see some of these characters again uh there's going to be a 10 episode series called forky asks a question which is going to be on the disney plus streaming service and there's also going to be a short film called lamp life which will get into Bo Peep's whereabouts between leaving Andy's house and reuniting with Woody. Hmm. That will also be on Disney Plus during its first year. So uh, we've got that to look forward to. Okay. I mean, if there's a way for them to make a five to make more money, I think they'll totally do it. This movie, though, I, I really did laugh quite a few times in the movie. So that was really good. Um Typically, I don't laugh in Pixar movies that much. Yeah, I, I agree. It. And, you know, I was I was chit-chatting with Adam last night. You know, we, we were talking about, and Adam mentioned, uh, you know, how much better the animation is right now. Uh, then mm-hmm. then you look at what was done 24 years ago and how much more of the actual uh, human characters we're seeing. You know, you hardly saw Andy. You didn't see much of the of the people uh, in the, the first film. Um, but we saw Bonnie and her parents multiple times throughout the course of the film close-up um, shots and, too. right close-up <laughs> shots not just their body you know dad had stubble uh you know adam was mentioning how you know fabric actually looks like fabric uh, mm-hmm. and textures you know there was a real texture feel to it well the, uh, the scene the opening scene when it was raining that looked really cool there were times watching it i thought it was real like it was incredible the detail in the animation that you saw was unbelievable you could see the hair strands and the dolls and and you know the freckles and everything it was it was unbelievable like they they wonder why it takes 10 years to make these things because it's all done computers and i mean did you see coco yeah that old person's face 
<laughs> oh my gosh. That was so real looking. It was creepy. So yeah, they are definitely it's not ninety five. No, it's not. It's definitely two thousand nineteen. And of course, you know, two thousand nineteen, Toy Story is an intellectual property owned by Disney now. So let's just really briefly mention the big rumor this week, and that is the rumor that uh, Country Bear Jamboree is going to be replaced by a Woody's Roundup-type animatronic show. No! Yes. It's a rumor. rumor. Oh my gosh, I'm clutching my pearls right now. (laughs) As as am I. I'm uh, getting getting the vapors over this because, uh, you know, I don't want something like that to happen. We already lost uh, the Jamboree out in California for the... um, Winnie the Pooh attraction, mm. and and I would hate to see them uh, take that out. You know, the bears, the country bears, are one of the only spontaneous characters that just stand there and walk around in that area without a like. They just like walk around, and you can interact with them without people having to be corralled in a line and all of this stuff. And I know that they're not as popular. Maybe that's why they could just goof around with people right there. But I love that about the country bears. And I like that attraction. Um, that show is so funny. It's underrated. It's it's a, it's hilarious. Still, I love it. I need to take my kids this summer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there because it might be the last time. Don't don't say it. It might be the last time for Illuminations and Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, stop! Oh, this is not good. And you know when Adam was mentioning the Muppets over near Star Wars Land, and they're uncomfortably close. So that Galaxy's Edge with the Muppet Vision 3D, I just, it, oh gosh. You know, I would take a Muppet Land before a Star Wars Land. Oh, so this is just, ugh. The issue I have with this rumor is is a marionette show, which is the <laughs> puppets with the strings, right? I don't know how they do it with real puppeteers. They're going to pay real puppeteers. puppeteers They'd be all electronic. Wages. No, I, I think electronic. it I think it would be more like a large size marionette in air quotes, you know, that are really animatronic with the strings just being up above. I don't think there would be real people. I think people. it'd be more bigger. Well, I guess it'd have to be because you can't have a small. Yeah, you can't have a small puppet. Why on would the it stage. be a marionette at all? Because that's what they were on Woody's Roundup. They were like Howdy Doody. They were marionette characters. Toy Story 2. The other thing I wouldn't believe about this rumor is they just separated Woody and Toy Story 4. Now they're going to circle back to. Not only, not even Toy Story 4 or 3, number 2, and do a whole show based on that when they also have a Toy Story Land in another park. It fits in Frontierland, but it doesn't fit in terms of, well, we got Toy Story in its own spot, and kids don't really know what marionette shows anymore are, and it kind of doesn't make any sense to put it here. But that's just me. And you know what? It's a rumor, and it's a topic for another show. But I really think that if that is replaced, uh, it's going to be a hard one for me to deal with. Really, really, really. It is. But, what you know, time will tell. Most rumor ends up being true, but that's besides the point. No, not necessarily. So rumor has it that, uh, <laughs> that I really enjoyed Toy Story 4. I give it uh, four and a half Mickey bars out of five. Okay. And uh, how do you rank it, Adam? I would probably do the same thing. Four and a half out of five. I like the whole movie except for how it ended. And Liza? I'm going to give it four Mickey bars. Four Mickey bars. Okay. I would not give it the half bar because 
I didn't like those Vince and, and Hedge's characters. I did not like them at all. They creeped me out a lot. If you want to be creeped out by Ventriloquist doll, there was a, a horror movie with Anthony Hopkins in the late 70s, early 80s called Magic, where he played a ventriloquist. <laughs> and his ventriloquist doll comes to life. And the tra- the trailer for that freaked me out because at like the very end, the doll's head just kind of like turns and looks at the camera and there's nobody around. So... I don't like ventriloquist dolls just because of that that movie. I'm already scared. Just the description. I'm already, like, freaked out. I will send you the link. Oh, my gosh. Which, now that we're getting off topic, it's a good opportunity to wrap the show up. Yes. So, uh, we all liked it. You know, let us know what you thought down in the comments. Did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Uh, I will say I was I was a little upset that there was no song that caught me. Yes. You know, the, there was no You've Got a Friend in Me uh, type song. So, I was a little disappointed about that. But uh, otherwise, a very strong movie and, uh, you know, a worthy successor in the, in the Toy Story saga. It's definitely worth going to see. It is. Run to your theaters now. Any final words, Adam? I uh, hope they make more movies, and I hope Woody somehow gets reunited with everybody. With Bonnie and everybody else, that's fine. They can all come together. How about if they pull a Star Wars single-character movie? I mean, I feel like Woody and Buzz's characters have sort of been, you know, sort of hashed out. It would have been really cool to do a flashback scene to when Andy first gets Woody, so Woody gets that first... We get that first memory of when Woody met Andy, and who knows, maybe Andy's father shows up in that flashback scene, because we never meet his father. I would have loved more original characters, but the ones that we got, the new ones, were really good. I agree, and, you know, everybody these days wants to petition for things, so I'm going to create a petition for Disney, because I want a Rex standalone film oh i love rack i like that too i would sign that petition tony and everybody needs to sign the petition to save country bears well we'll, that that'll that'll happen at another time but now let's get that rex uh, petition going yeah okay liza final words final words i liked it i thought it was cute it made me laugh several times i did not cry at all it was a good movie it was cute i'm i think a standalone with rex is an awesome idea i would totally back that maybe with a pig too i like that pig ham ham Ratsenberg. all right so this wraps up our toy story 4 discussion until next time i'm tony i'm adam i'm liza this is the mouse and more podcast thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening thanks for listening <laughs> Bye. We'll, we'll work on the ending. Bye.